Nuschel. Kurz Kameran. And I see a whole army of little soccer warriors here in defiance of odds of controlled coaches and parents. You've come to fight as free players, and free players you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? No. Not against them. They're too scary. They scream at me repeatedly. And if I don't comply, they will kick me out of the game. And I'll be embarrassed and ashamed. So will I fight? No. There's too many. I can't fight. I don't want to be subbed off. I want to play. So I'll do what they say. I fight, and you may be subbed. Comply, and you'll stay on the field, at least for a while. And retired many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the games from this day to that? one chance just one chance to come back here and tell the parents and coaches shut up and no more this is our game not yours and to tell them that they may take our game but they'll never take our freedom
the Arizona Soccer Divide is real. Episode 707. Welcome to the show. Comment, like, subscribe to this podcast, and you'll get a plenty of content. Now, I'm going to get so much content because I'm now coaching again, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to do a Phoenix College update. And how do you feel about this whole absolutely craziness that's going on with Arizona? Jonathan Brzezins takes over ASA, and now he's leaving U.S. Club's Soccer Alliance. Rule number one that ASA abides by, keep your friends close and keep your competition closer, like in your bedroom. Be with us. Pay lots of money. How much is he making? Comment. Do you know? Six figures. It's up there. Life-changing. Good for you, Jonathan Brzezins. Good for you. I apologize to absolutely nobody. Obviously, we're going to do a Phoenix College update. The Bears, uh, number three in the country, took on number one in the country over the weekend. And we're going to go through all that. And I'm coaching you soccer again, like I mentioned. And I'm not too excited about it because I'm back in the trenches fighting with the parents. And it's the same thing like it was 20 years ago. Nothing has changed. We're all caught up in the same concept, the same idea of we must win right now, not later, right now. Screw development, they say. I don't say that. And welcome to the show, Bones. Bones, how you feel about everything going on? I, I, I like it a lot. Can I tell a joke? Um, sure. I want to tell lots of jokes. Uh, okay, you can tell a joke. What's the best state to shop for soccer uniforms? Uh, what state? New Jersey. Well, uh, yeah, that, that, that was, uh, that was a good one. Uh, thanks, Bones. And question, how do you feel about the big switcheroo with Jonathan Berzins leaving U.S. Club Soccer Alliance? to ASA. Comment, let us know. Be part of the show with Bones and I. And if you would like to sponsor this podcast, you can by simply uh, being part of this foundation that is created through Maricopa Community Colleges. All you have to do is go to phoenixcollege.edu. Scroll all the way to the bottom and click the Bears logo and it'll take you to the Phoenix College website. And then up there hit the uh, donate slash sponsor button and it'll take you where you can enter them out. Enter $200, $300, $400. Make it monthly if you choose to do so. But it's very important that you choose not PC Athletics. Hit hit the uh, the drop down and go to men's soccer. Please do that. And if you do that, it will help us. And we uh, do great things with that money and be part of it. So before we get into the Arizona soccer divide, let's check out how the Bears did this past week. We played um, Mesa Community College on this past Tuesday. Let's check out some of the goals. Here's Sergio Pacheco. He scored. We were excited. That was the first goal, and then he did it again. Great through ball. Great speed by Sergio. And scores. And then Ezekiel had a, a goal. Watch this build up. Foot-to-foot soccer, it matters. If you want to play at the next level, you're going to have to be able to do these things. So do it now. Cross, head, goal. Then Ezekiel had a penalty kick. And that made it 4-1 was the final. And then the big game, Pima Community College versus Phoenix College. We had to go up there, and we had uh, a very hard time getting there. The game almost didn't happen. We took... A uh, we had a charter bus with the women's team, 
And then because there's so many players uh, on both programs, we had to take an uh, extra vehicle. And uh, I was driving a transit vehicle. And we had two tires go out in the back. So we had to, uh, we broke down. And then five minutes after we broke down, we were ahead of the uh, uh, the charter bus. The charter bus broke down, delaying everything. We had to get another charter bus. We had to uh, get a tow truck to take the our uh, PC van back home. So many problems had had to happen. We're out in the sun, just baking away. Uh, food was scarce. We were barely making it, but we, you know, you know what? We're like, we're gonna make this game happen, and we did. And uh, we went down two zero because of. Uh, lack of food and, and a, a goofy day and all that, which was okay because we did come back. Here is the first goal by Ivan Lopez. Great goal. The net had a hole in it, apparently, but it did count. And, and apparently Jacob by Pima's in big trouble, says their coach. Uh, yeah, so it, before that happened, this is how difficult it is to win in, like, in Tucson or, or in Prescott or in Yuma uh, because they truly have a home field advantage because they have home field officials. We don't have that here at Phoenix College. Phoenix is just too big. They just It's not like, oh, it's the hometown team. Should be, but it's not the case. And this is what happened right before. Let me know. Comment. Let me know if this should have been a penalty kick. So they're going to be a give-and-go play. Ezekiel to Mendoza. Hits him through. Hey, let's tackle him. Uh, no call. And there's uh, another penalty kick. Handball should have been called. But look at this. Rewind. Go for it. Uh, I'm going to grab him around the shoulder. I'm going to turn him, and then I'm going to tackle through him. Uh, no foul. But no big deal. We scored anyways. But that's what happened. So in Prescott in 2013, look what happened to us here. All right, so this is Rio Sugahara. This is 2013. Uh, football tackle? Um, watch the ref. He's like a goal kick. AR, goal kick. We can't give the home team penalty kicks. Let's take a closer look. Um, can't be an, Oh, yeah, that's called a chop block, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a even closer look. Uh, chop block. Referee says goal kick. Which is crazy. Everyone's fine. Everyone's confused on our side. Here's uh, Sakai Aohara. And here's a Yavapai player. Boom! Let's put a knee into his quad. And now he's out for the game. He's done. And then our other Japanese player, Ryo Sugahara, is like, oh, let's break his ankle. Yay! He's out for the remaining of the season. Player of the year. Let's take a closer look. Boom! Yeah. And the referee's like, uh, foul, yeah. Red card, yeah. We had similar stuff happen uh, like that our last game. And whatever, no call. But that's kind of what has happened there. But let's take a look at our second goal to tie the game. Mora loses three players. Hits a through ball to Ivan Corral. What a finish. That was legit. So the game ended up in a tie. Not a bad result considering the circumstances we went through. But goals by Ivan Lopez and Ivan Corral, the, the, the 
the two Ivans we have did a great job and got it done, and uh, the Bears still stay undefeated. Well, at least haven't suffered a loss. And, uh, yeah, there's some other things. So, real quick, standings. You got Arizona Western, 3-0, and followed by the Bears and Pima. Then Paradise Valley, Mesa, Glendale. Yeah, by Chandler, Gilbert, Scottsdale, South, and Gateway. Rounding things off, let's look at the goals. Uh, Arizona Western leads with 43 goals. PC has 38, then Mesa 25. Of course, we are a game behind there. I uh, hope open to catch that because that's important to me just because I like to. Uh, goals and assists leader, you got uh, Arizona Western, uh, Grisetti with six, followed by Ivan Corral with five. Um, Bianchi with seven assists, followed by Mora with five. And the points and shots leaders, Bianchi with 17 points, uh, followed by uh, Arizona Western, Pima, Arizona Western, and Phoenix College very own Garrick, Jack Gabowski, and shots led by Gomez from Mesa, followed by uh, second uh, Phoenix College very own Mora, Marcos Mora. The um, goals against and goals against average, uh, Sandy from Yavapai only allowing one Zimmerman with three from PC, Sandy with 0.37%. Uh, goals against, followed by uh, Zimmerman with 59%, 0.59. And the goalkeeper leaders uh, for saves, 39 saves for Mesa, Community College Powell, and then um, followed by Garcia, Fernandez, and Martinez. Zimmerman from Phoenix College uh, has an 88% uh, block rate here. He's a save, saving percentage. Scheduled for this week, we have... Arizona Western Community College coming in uh, on Tuesday, 4.30 p.m. kickoff. And, yeah, that's an early game, but that's battle for first. And then on Saturday, we have a night game against Paradise Valley Community College at 7 p.m. When are a few night games? Be there. Uh, and uh, I believe we're, we have a documentary happening within, within this team as well. That is the Bears recap. I know a lot of you tuned in just to see what the heck is going on with ASA and the Alliance. And I, I want to show you guys a video. This video is legit as far as describing who Jonathan Berzins is. Comment, let me know if you think the same. He's a coach. He knows the game. He's confident. He's smart, witty, dynamic, vicious, brutal, vindictive, a monster and he will win through intimidation and forceful tactics if need be. And that describes him. Uh, may, maybe not to the degree of that and all the words and stuff, but it describes Jonathan. He's, he's, uh, he's all those things, and I think we all are, but I, that does describe Jonathan Brzezins, in my opinion. I could be wrong. Phoenix, September 16th, Friday. Was announced the Arizona Soccer Association is excited to welcome who? Jonathan Brzezins as its new CEO, effective on October 17th, right before Halloween. You know what I'm talking about, Bones? Yes. Yes, no. Look at me. Look at me when I'm talking to you. We've got Halloween coming up. Isn't that kind of your holiday? Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, Jonathan joins ASA and with the wealth of experience in all aspects of sports management as both an administrator and coach at local community college, four-year college, regional, national levels. He was actually my athletic director here at Venus College, so I know him very well. I've known him for years, and it's very interesting to see what's going to go on. So let's 
applaud ASA. Good job. Way to save ASA from total destruction because Jonathan destroyed you. Coach. Yeah. I would like to know the joke. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, why did Cinderella get kicked off soccer team? Why? Because she ran away from the ball. Oh, that was hilarious. Uh, that was good stuff by you. And, yeah, congrats. But for the ones that didn't know and not paying attention, not too long ago, Jonathan Brzezins was announced on May 18, 2022, by the Soccer Alliance of Arizona, the SAAZ. They announced that Jonathan Brzezin, uh, Brzezins as its new executive director, and they are quoted saying this. Jonathan Brzezins is the perfect person to help lead the Soccer Alliance of Arizona. He is well-respected by all the clubs in Arizona due to his character, knowledge of the market, and the trust that he has built with the club leaders throughout the years, said U.S. Soccer Senior Member Services Manager Gabe Arud. He continues to say this. There is a lot of work being done, but we're comforted knowing, knowing that Jonathan is a member of the team. We look forward to working with Jonathan and the Soccer Alliance of Arizona to offer the best experience for all the clubs. And he did. He destroyed ASA. He took all the teams and a lot of clubs. And I know for this for a fact, uh, a lot of clubs left ASA because they couldn't get a schedule together. It was a big, crazy, I don't know, out of control kind of thing. Can't get games, too many games on the weekend, all over the place, whatever. Schedules didn't work. Well, Jonathan is someone that can actually put a uh, schedule together. So a lot of teams went to the Alliance so they can get a schedule so they can play soccer. That was the main thing. And a lot of clubs were denied going over there. And now, what better person to get the clubs to come back? What a conflict we got going here in Arizona. Comment. Let us know. Do, do you think this is a good thing for ASA or a bad thing? It's a great thing. And I'm part of ASA. Don't you wish we could just go back? Arizona is such a mess. We should go back in time and just recreate what we used to have. One state champion, one regional champion, one national champion. That is all we need. We just need one and have us all compete. But no, we must segregate. We must create another acronym. We have to create another league. We have to do a different thing because of whatever. And um, we're going to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That We have problems. But you can be part of this podcast and be part of the problems by just commenting and letting us know what do you think? What what are your thoughts on it? Is it good? Bad? Are you indifferent? Do you not care? I don't know. What do you think, Bones? Can I tell another joke? Sure. What do soccer referees send during the holidays? What? Yellow cards. Ha ha ha. Well, yeah, you're brilliant. I don't have anyone here other than me and Bones to run this podcast because no one wants to be on the show because it's out of control. So I'm coaching soccer again in the ASA under Jonathan Brzezin starting October 17th, right before Halloween, so Bones can get his bones on. And um, here's my experience thus far. So my son, Jet, decided, hey, I, I wanted soccer again. I'm like, oh, great. I have to get back into it. And uh, I am back into it. We had our first game and had to leave early, of course. And uh, I gave all the parents point sheets. You know, we're, we're tracking each each player's touch. Well, they're supposed to. Uh, 
they're going to track their touches and then every pass they make to their team we're going to track that and by doing that math the our team my son's team was doing well we're connecting passes and the parents got really excited and then they started going oh shoot uh, you know yeah you know just out of control coaching and it's annoying it needs to stop happening and it continues zachary brennan says this e64 in southern cal is having major scheduling issues, cancellation after cancellations. Well, Zachary, you know what you should do? Hire Jonathan Berzins. He'll come over there for $450,000. He'll be over there. Hey, you have to... Living in California is expensive. You got to pay a lot. So, yeah, um, that that's... Uh, a problem. We do have scheduling issues because of lack of facilities, lack of referees, and many other problems. But yeah, if you don't have a schedule, you don't have a program. That's why I like the Hispanic leagues. You can always get a schedule with them. The games might start late. You might get referees that don't have a license or a certification or anything like that, which apparently I did hear that now. I thought that I think this come from RSL that they sent an email out saying, you don't even have to have certification. We'll pay you to ref games. I'm in. $200 cash per game. I will be there. I will join you. So I'm coaching again, and the parents get really excited. But I get excited when the kids connect passes. The parents on the sideline get excited when goals are scored. Why? Allow development, and it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen because everyone wants to be part of something goofy, which is, oh, we just got to win that game. So we kick it hard. We we do silly things. We don't connect passes. And if you ever have a chance to watch Phoenix College play, how we play, we keep the ball. We look up. We make decisions. We look like what it looks like on TV. If you watch EPL games, that's what Phoenix College looks like. We're even at the college level at where we're at, we're developing players to think. Not to knock Pima, but I will. Not them. They are trying to win any which way. Up, back, and through. Athletic, um, kick, scream, two foot tackle. Hardly any thinking, but it works. It's successful in the college game. I'm not going to be part of that. I'd rather be part of developing players to play at the highest level so we can beat everybody rising university of washington unlv fullerton all of them i want to play the toughest competition possible and the only way you can win at the highest levels is you have to keep the ball got to can never lose it and that's where my mentality is and it'll maintain and i'll keep recruiting for players that can do that that can think because i want to be part of that because if you can be part of that you'll advance i promise you that's the case. So how do you feel coaching? Do you feel the pressure? I felt the pressure because I know how I'll be. And, I, you know, I, I had to talk to some parents. You know, they're coaching. I'm like, hey, I'm coaching on Monday. Are you going to join me? Because you're doing the coaching now. And when these goofballs that would just kind of be, and it's not a parent, but just a, a family friend or whatever, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll look at him. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Leave the kids alone. And they won't. But I will take the fight on. So this is what I'm going to do for you, the the viewer, the listener, or whatever. I'm going to start miking up at my games. And I'm going to 
mic up and record what I'm dealing with. So you have the same, or maybe just the opportunity just to kind of like watch and be like, okay, we can fight the fight. You got to fight the fight. It's uncomfortable, no doubt. And you never know if someone's going to punch you in the face or, or something, but so be it. I will take on the fight. From Littleton, Colorado, a nine-year-old girl and 11-year-old girl came forward this summer to report that a longtime soccer coach touched them inappropriately. Every week we talk about this. We actually covered this, but more news has come out on this joker. Police in Littleton arrested a soccer coach on felony sexual assault charges. 72-year-old James William Bain was charged with five counts of sexual assault on a child. Bain worked as a soccer coach with Colorado United and Littleton Soccer Club for over 30 years. He stepped down from coaching in June. Police say there are multiple victims. Bain also served as club president for the Littleton Soccer Club. Police are asking anybody who may have more information about potential victims out there to give them a call. 30 years. And you know what they did? What parents did? What coaches did? What administrators did? With this guy, they elected him to another level, to president, to all these different positions. And they saw the tendencies. I promise you they did. What they did was they turned their head. They turned their head. Right, Bones? They definitely turned their heads. And they didn't do anything. That's what we do because we don't like conflict. You must engage in conflict. Have to, especially when it comes to development of kids and to save kids from being touched and groped by discussing bone looking things like this. Hey, what are you talking about? Well, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, just, you know who they are. Call them out. Well, they didn't really do, do they call them out. Protect the kids. Obviously, in that situation, but you need to call them out at all times. Oxnard police on Tuesday arrested, here's another one, arrested a local youth soccer coach for allegedly assaulting a number of, of his players, all under the age of 16. According to the officer, 31-year-old Oxnard resident Oscar Ramirez was arrested around 8.30 p.m. after leaving, um, learning that he's been accused of a number of sexual assaults by several of his players. Um, Ramirez, who coaches girls youth soccer, uh, was arrested for, listen to this, Lash, lashfulness acts and child annoyance. Child annoyance. It's an it's an annoyance. In California, they call it an annoyance. How can you live in that horrible, disgusting state? After an officer determined determined there was enough probable cause, arrest him. He was uh, being uh, held on twenty thousand dollars bail. And in California, they'll just like well, just they don't fuck. It's not his fault. He's attracted to little people. Wait, what? What the, what the flip's going on in California? What? It's a child annoyance. Not, um, he's a pedophile. Annoyance? We, we, what the, f what are we doing? Call it for what it is. Have to. Yeah, you have to. Yes, Bones, you have to. It's so gross that this is going on. Can I tell another joke? Sure. Why can't you play soccer with pigs? Why? They hug the ball. Oh, you are so funny, Bones. Um, yeah, it, it is funny, and it's not funny at the same time, but we we got problems. We definitely have problems. What we need coaches 
like are coaches that are honest and tell the truth versus what do coaches say in club because they get paid. What they say is this, I'll get you to the next level. I'll get, I'll get you to college and all this stuff. Shut up. You, you know how you get kids to college and stuff? Develop their game by controlling the sidelines. The parents are a big part of it. Right, Jonathan Brzezins, our new ASA director. Change the game, Jonathan. But can he? He's making way too much money to cause problems because he could get fired. I don't know. Money does cause problems. But I do think this description of Jonathan Brzezins is real. He's a coach. He knows the game. He's confident. He's smart, witty, dynamic, vicious, brutal, vindictive, a monster. And he will win through intimidation and forceful tactics if need be. That's the way we need Jonathan Brzezins to take over ASA. Control what we're doing. Let's change the game, Jonathan Brzezins. Do it. You can do it. Because if you don't, we'll have coaches like this. Future here. You don't have future. You can never make You can never make it. You're supposed to be a dinner man, serving dinner to the students in the secondary school. Because you cannot do basic one plus one. You are here breathing heavy like a dog. Think about your life. You are a failure. You are a failure. You can never make it. You can never, you know you cannot make it. You need to be cutting glass, making this place fresh for the actual footballers that want to use this place. You are, you, are, you are tired. You are here. What have you done? Useless. Me with my pregnancy, I'm better than you. Idiot. Yeah, at least he's honest. He's honest. But on the sidelines, I'm dealing with parents that are always trying to dictate things. And as parents, as coaches, we need to come together and allow development. We got to stop focusing on winning. Got to. We got to focus on playing the right way because if we don't and we don't come together and stop pressuring coaches to win, we won't let anyone have an opportunity to play the game like this. What was that? I thought I had the shot. You thought? How many times do I have to say this? You can take as many shots as you want during practice, but never ever in a game, especially not the championship game. Okay, you cannot. No, talk. no, no. Let's see. Go ahead. Ease up on him. You ease up on that corduroy jacket of yours. See, I liked it how he gets the parents, put him in place. But obviously, there's no development because they have to win. It's a problem. I'm going back into the main streets of coaching again. But I will take on the fight. I will record it. Be aware, parents. I'm recording my sidelines. And I'm going to let you have it the Dave Cameron way. And I apologize to absolutely, absolutely nobody. I will do, I will hold my convictions of trying to do the right thing at all times. And now I'm going to go home. I haven't eaten all day. I'm a fasting monster. And uh, yeah, that's the way it is. Big thanks to Zachary Brennan for participating in the podcast and Bones no problem, my brother. Well, yeah, we appreciate you and all those that do part participate on this podcast. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are found. Or just come here live every Sunday 
8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. Good luck, ASA. Good luck, Jonathan Berzins. Be a monster. Solve the problems versus eh, appease everybody. Let, let's fight for something. Someone take a risk. And Jonathan, I believe you're the man to take the risk. Good luck, Arizona Soccer Alliance. You've been played. Peace.